With the big boys coming with the big fists. I feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Big hoes coming with the big pods. Feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. With the big boys coming with the big fists. I feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Big hoes coming with the big pods. Feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom, and as always, I am joined by my absolutely wonderful co-host, Saul Thompson, and Drake has yet to send me my own Birkin bag. The nerve. Can you imagine, John? I could not, um, but I guess I can, because Drake also has not sent me a Birkin bag. Uh, maybe after his epic new Nike line takes off. He can, uh, he can Has he announced over. a name for it? Nocta. N-O-C-H-T-A, I believe. Sounds like a, like a German scientist. Ooh. <laughs> Not in a good way. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that is an interesting way to start a podcast. So yeah. how are you doing? I'm okay. I uh, had a nice weekend. Uh, again, we went skiing and all of the greens were closed. I suck at, at snowboarding. You did um, not nae on the slopes. I, I tried. Uh, I okay. sprained my wrist. Uh, did you? Yeah, it's not wow. official, but that, that, that thing hurt. Um, <laughs> that is rough. Yeah, it's, it's, listen, I'm, I'm not a good snowboarder enough and the slopes were packed. Um, mm. So all of the snow just turned into moguls, and I don't know how to ride moguls on a snowboard. Now I'm assuming to... you social distance on the hill. Everyone had to stay six yes. feet apart. You also have to wear your mask and everything. Okay. Uh, but um, yeah, so I I proceeded to eat shit. Um, Classic. I thought it was concussed. Uh, I did you wear a helmet? My tailbone. I did. Yeah. That's good. Um, it Probably doesn't, it doesn't work that know. well when you're going like 25 miles an hour and just driving your skull and See, this is why I don't mess with winter sports, man. Yeah. What's no, the, it's, it's fine. the, the it's risk fine reward the ratio? No, no, no. It's, it's really fun when you're on the greens. It's very okay. fun if you know what you're doing. Okay. If you don't, you're just I'll getting stick to, by ice. You know, I'll, uh, I'll be chilling in the lodge if you need me. Okay. What are you doing in the lodge? Are you, uh, I'm playing Smash Bros. I'm running Ooh. it with the with the staff at the lodge, you know, okay. tournament style. Got a big bowl of pretzels in front of me. It's I'm having a great time. Are you a soft pretzel or hard pretzel kind of guy? I appreciate both. Um, you know, no, no, a soft no, pretzel. Head. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. What? No. They're they're two very different foods. Soft pretzel is is like an occasion in itself. You know, you aren't getting you aren't getting a casual soft pretzel but then hard pretzels like yeah you go through a bag of those um aldi has a great i think it's like pub style hard pretzels they have some sort of seasoning on them it's absolutely sensational but pretzel very underrated snack food yeah i'd agree with that you know more rich flavor than than the chip but uh unless we're talking like sea salt and vinegar or like all chips paint chips you know, i think that was you know, our good friend jacob aka etchy chad who was like yeah if the chip isn't attacking my mouth i'm not gonna eat it it's like mcdonald's sprite salt and vinegar chips take a sip of those together 
your mouth will not be liking you. I once yeah. ate enough warheads uh, during Halloween to like damage my tongue. mouth. I tasted, Everyone's done that. Uh, I did that with uh, Sour Patch Kids. I yep. couldn't taste anything for like three days. I could only taste metal. My mouth huh. tasted like metallic. Probably from the iron in your blood because your tongue was probably bleeding. <laughs> probably, actually. Yeah. But yeah, we're a fashion podcast. Um, this is a fashion podcast, yeah. Glad your weekend was fun skiing. Um, I'm very proud of my my alma mater. Michigan State Spartans are off to a spectacular start on the basketball season. 5-0, uh, and o, including a win over Duke. Uh, they moved up to number four in the country today. That's very exciting. And, you know, I, I love college basketball. So it's been something that's been really fun to watch. Very glad the season's going and that nobody is allowed in the stadiums. <laughs> except yeah. for players and coaches. Seems like the, the Michigan contingent would not be the, the safest when it came to no hate on Michigan, but I guess a little bit of hate on Michigan as you've described it. Dude's, People are doing uh, all right. People just get really mad at the there. governor. Didn't they try to kidnap her? Yeah, that was really bad. That was <laughs> like actually terrifying. A militia tried to tried to get Governor Governor Whitmer, which is come on, like that's awful. They were, I believe, they were charged as terrorists. Yo, dude like me would have shut him down single handedly. <laughs> Stopped them. <laughs> Man, I'm just built different. Listen, it's guy true. like me, it's not true. an issue. But yeah, Spartan dogs are crushing it right now. And aside from that, you know, things are good. It's it's beginning to look a lot like the holiday season over here. We had a little snow. Uh, it's chilly out, and I am not yet in the in the Christmas mode mentally. But give me, like, sit me in front of Elf for an hour and a half and i'll be there we should do a cooking challenge where we make the the food from elf my oven is still not functional oh they still haven't fixed that they're coming this week but good lord yeah someone got covid at the at yeah. the place so the entire thing shut down for two weeks so we have been jesus guessing i mean i think it has like it has multiple heating elements but one of them is down so we can still heat stuff up but we have no idea what temperature it actually is because it's significantly less than whatever it's reading on the screen but uh but yeah that's that's been a party in itself um let's yeah, just blast right into a fit check okay. we, are, we are already i like talking John. so do i oh wait hold on i i do have a hot take this week we've okay. removed hot takes from the end we've moved yeah. it up to the front to the beginning. Hot yeah i'll, I'll hot take two let's go I think Migos are going to see a resurgence after COVID vaccine becomes widely taken. People are just going to want to rage. Once people go back to strip clubs, I think Migos are going to like hit a renaissance. They're going to drop another classic album. There's going oh, to be a, dude, a summer bangers next year. We're going to yeah. have two years worth of summer bangers because artists are sitting on like summer classics right now. Yeah. Sure. Maybe Lil Yachty will drop a, a decent Broccoli too. Cauliflower. Cohesive. Oh my God, broccoli too! Please. Featuring the Pair of Kings podcast hosts. <laughs> it's us doing our monotone intro for the reading the, the one tweet he put on his Instagram <laughs> story. That's the intro, but it's on a phone call, so it's like a interlude. It's gonna be sick. Um, yeah, I think Migos are gonna see a, a second coming. I think that they've really fallen off. All of their solo albums sucked. Um, 
it seems like Offset can only make a good song when he's on it with DaBaby and Stunna for Vegas. Takeoff has completely dropped off the face of the map. Quavo is just showing Saweetie's boobs on his Instagram, as she is and as probably he should. I, I don't know. They've all fallen off. I have not been keeping up with Migos as of late, but uh, I'll, I'll just have to take your word for it on that one. Yeah. Um, hot take, John. Hot hit us. take, uh, you know, reach out to family and friends during this time mm. of year. People can get sad around the holidays and uh, know that if you are feeling sad or down right now, that, you know, there are always options and you can always reach out. There are people who are, who will be there to, to listen to you. Mm. That's, that's what I got. But on that note, Solly boy, let's blast it right into a fit check. I see you are blanking up on the pod right now. Let's talk about that. I am. I'm a little bit cold. Um, apartment's chilly. For some reason, our, our heating in here isn't the best. It's all like 74 and I'm shivering in a t-shirt. Okay. So why? Um, anyway, I am wearing a uh, – I'm wearing the pod and stocks, actually, the 2.0s. Classic. Um, yeah, they're, they're keeping my feet warm. I'm also wearing socks. Um, moving up, I have my Studio at Artisan 40th Anniversary Gold Denim. Nice. Um, those are great. Um, been enjoying those a lot recently. Um, and then I have a shirt from Studio to, Studio to Artisan, excuse me. And it says on the front, happiness is being in love. And it has a picture of a pig who looks like Charlie Brown with hearts all over. That's and a heater. On the back, it's the... It says, I love clothes of two pigs trademark. I need the clothes. <laughs> nope. That's sick. Uh, yeah, I love these shirts. They 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 only do a couple of them. Um, it's the yeah. same color as my O'Neill shirt that used to be red. Oh. <laughs> it's like that just salmon-y? faded salmon-y pink. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to Smoked Salmon. Elite tier breakfast. Huge shout out to Smoked Salmon. Um, Come on the pod. If you're listening, we appreciate you. <laughs> And then um, yeah, your blanket. That's, that's the fit. Yeah, yeah. And my blankie. Yeah, I've got yeah. my uh, my $3 like Alibaba blanket that my Classic. mom bought. Big fuzzy bulk. blanket is a great thing to have. Yeah. Oh, my God. Real quick. You know how expensive rugs are? Um. Yeah, they're, they're pretty pricey. Dude, I... A, a handmade rug, you're going to be spending thousands. It's ridiculous. Rugs are so expensive. It's because of how much work goes into them. Oh, I, I completely know, but I just yeah. I didn't I just couldn't put it together in my head. Oh yeah. Um there's an account on Instagram, really interesting account to follow. It's called Maureen Seabrook. It's a dude who runs a rug making company. Um I believe it's Tibetan. I'm not positive on that, but it's super, super interesting. He's friends with a lot of like industry people. I know he made a rug for Gian De Leon from high or formerly from High Society, and among some other celebrities. Um, and just showing me the process of those rugs is unbelievable because they are all hand tufted. Every single knot is is done by hand. Um, but yeah, that is a, a it is Tibetan. I just checked the uh, checked the IG, but really interesting mm-hmm. account to check out if you have the time. Um, blasting into my fit check for the day, pod and stocks on the feet. What else is new? I almost wore shoes today. I was close. <gasps> Damn. Um, pair of Solomon XT4, uh, S labs that I got from 
matches fashion. Oh, shit, that's me. Like almost 50% off, which was spectacular. Um, yeah. I've got a pair of socks that have little mushrooms on them. Pair of Capital Selvage Denim, courtesy of our very own Saul Thompson. Love these pants. They get more and more comfortable by the day. Uh, I have another Studio to Artisan pig-related item. I have the, mm. the pig belt from Studio to Artisan. It has the, the pigs on it uh, embossed into the leather. Very nice natural leather belt that I've been wearing with these jeans. That, so the belt has actually taken on a good amount of indigo, which is really cool looking. Mm. Um, on top, I have a T-shirt from my local skate shop, Premier. It was to celebrate the Michigan-Michigan State dunk pack that came out. Um, this is the Michigan State shirt. It says Premier, and on the back it has one of the classic Michigan slogans, which is, if you seek a pleasant peninsula, look about you. And on top of that, I have a brand new pickup today. It is a flannel from Eddie Bauer, uh, gifted to me by my wonderful parents. They're having a really good Cyber Monday sale, and their flannels were like... 75% off or something. They're pretty Damn. pricey if you buy them as is, but the discount made them very much a Instacop. The quality is insane on these. Like the, th- mm-hmm. the flannel is super, super thick. Um, like definitely thicker than some white jackets I have. So very excited yeah. about this. Um, and then that's a fit check for old Johnny. We're going to, we're going to segue that right into fashion news. Um, fashion news. Our, you know, big uh, big idol of the fashion meme community, Rick Owens, has recently come under some fire, um, perhaps brought to light by our good friend Theo, a.k.a. Geocasket. Uh, his recent Montclair collab, they released 10 hats, the Area 51 security hat, which was later found out to be like a $6 blank. Um, I believe the, the specific Area 51 security hat was a $14 blank you could acquire at Walmart. The only difference was a Montclair patch. I don't even think sewn on. I think like no, hot, it was basically glued, hot yeah. glued on to the hat. And yep. the mark from the hat bill sticker was still on the brim of the hat. Yeah. And this hat, I think, was sold for around 300 Canadian. I think that's what Theo paid for it. Yeah. Yep. There were 10 of them Good in the world. Good job, war. Rick. Yeah. Great. Great job, Rick. Um, that is That is just so awful that he would i, I, mean, I don't know if he I, had I a direct hand like in this. that that's essentially what eric emmanuel is doing i mean yeah i think his his blanks are proprietary i think he designed the cut but you know those those mesh shorts are not worth a hundred dollars um but like you know what i mean right like i think it's oh, yeah. just become because we've come to expect so much more out of Rick Owens. Yeah, we see, you know, blistered leather and, you know, just really fine materials going into Rick's pieces. And then you see something like this. It's like, oh, this is a really good sign for the future of, of Rick. Um, so, yeah, he... I think he should keep the hat. He I, has been considering returning. Yeah, he's been... Cause I think it's going to become, like, a major piece of legend. But also if you're spending that much money on a hat and then finding that out after the fact, I would have returned it by now Yeah, if it was me, but I'm also not a Rick historian like Theo is. Their, um, their response. So like customer service response was like repulsive. Did it you was, see it was really bad. Um, <laughs> Basically just like get over it. Yeah. They were like, yeah, you can return it if you want, but yeah, that's basically about <laughs> all we're going to say. Mm-hmm. And it was congratulating him at the beginning. It was like, congratulations yeah, on getting one of 10 in the world. 
Oh, uh, thanks, dude. Actually, I could go make <laughs> this for about $16, but thank you. Um, <laughs> but you know, that, that says a lot about the brand. I don't know if Rick had a direct hand in putting that out, but if they're going to cheap out like that, you absolutely deserve to get called out for it. Yeah. Uh, additional fashion news. Stone Island has been acquired by Montclair. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. I read a little bit into it. The The Montclair CEO said that they established a really good relationship and they're not going to increase prices. They're going to, they respect what the brand is and they're going to kind of let it continue to do its thing, but just under new ownership, which, you know, I'm not, uh, I mean, I know what both brands are. I'm not a historian on either brand, but I think that's a good move on both brands parts and congrats to whoever owns stone Island for securing the bag. I think it was 1.7 billion. Uh, was it in, it was in New York city, but did they rob a Montclair store or was it, um, Oh, it was during COVID. They just like yeah. busted in and t- I saw <laughs> that. Was that Montclair? I think it might've been. I think it might've been. Yeah. <laughs> so Montclair big news today with the, with the Rick and with buying stone Island. Cause it was a Rick Montclair hat. The Rick and the Morty. The Rick and the Morty. Um, Apologize. anyways, that is our fashion news for the day yeah. uh time to time to blast through a couple sneaker releases before <gasps> i i get to do a designer profile today and i'm very excited john does to uh i'm so excited to hear it to read it for everyone uh, i haven't written an essay in <laughs> like over a year i'm really excited i wrote it up essay style like i didn't even do bulleted points damn do you so. do paragraphs paragraph breaks yeah MLA citations I did cite all my sources, not MLA. Yeah, let's go. Not full MLA, unfortunately, but I can provide sources to anyone if cool. they should desire. Um, cool. But before that, we have sneaker releases. Okay, today is the 7th of December, so I will start on the 7th of December, um, which is probably a good thing because there's about 60 releases that came out on the 6th of December. So starting off, we have the Air Max 90 nordic in full family sizing the blazer mid 77 nordic as well uh we have an ultra boost a space hippie 04 on the eighth in two colorways uh, we have the ultra boost dna on the eighth which includes a crocodile pair a leopard pair a python pair and a zebra pair which to me are the most intriguing ultra boosts in the last couple of years um very cool as far as as far as those go, uh, we had the Nike Dunk High Goldenrod, aka Iowa, coming out on the ninth. Uh, that'll be releasing at probably like tier one skate shops as well as sneakers. We have the or tier zero skate shops. I'm not sure how Nike defines those. Um, we have the Ultra Boost Mid coming out on the ninth as well. I remember wanting the the Kith Ultra Boost Mid so bad back in the day. That was like my Ultra Boost Grail on the voice crack and then uh i actually ended up getting the the second pair which was a collab with kith and nonative and i ended up selling them for like what i paid stupid question is it nonative or non-native i genuinely do i don't know either i always just thought it was in my head it just read as nonative so it could be non-native as well i have no idea um, on the ninth, we have a Juju Smith Schuster Adidas Ultra Boost 2.0 DNA. So he gets an Ultra Boost 2.0. That's cool. Good for Juju. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Prada Adidas Luna Rossa 21 on the ninth, retailing for 
$695. Are you serious? I am dead serious. That's as expensive as a pair of retail Pradas, I feel like. Prada sneakers. Yeah, probably. Like, I feel like the cloud bursts were in the 600s. That's insane. Yeah. Um, We have the Nike Matthew M. Williams Zoom MMW4 on the 10th, which is probably also going to retail for around 695, considering how expensive the Road Warriors were. Mm -hmm. Um, This is basically the same silhouette. We have on the 10th the Air Raid Urban Jungle Gym. Very cool shoe. On the 11th, we have the Ambush Nike Dunk High. I'm excited about those. I think those are sweet. Um, We actually have a couple other shoes on the 10th. I I went a little ahead. But uh, we have the Live Together, Play Together pack from Nike, which includes an Air Force One and Air Max One. Uh, We have the Air Max 90 Archetype, which seems like a faded infrared Air Max 90. Kind of cool shoe Mm. coming out on the 10th. Uh, We have the Air Raid Jungle Gym, like I spoke about. Air Total Max Up Tempo, which is a major throwback shoe. An Air Vapor Max Plus. More Ultra Boosts, the 1.0 DNA and the 5.0 on the 10th. We have a Gel Light 3 pack, which was known as the Daruma pack, coming out on the 10th. We have a very interesting ASIC silhouette on the 10th, the GMBH ASICS Gel Chapal or Chapel. It's a like monk strap loafer with a gel Kinsei. I believe the, I don't know if the pronunciation is Kinsei, but. Um, <laughs> That's the tooling on the bottom. Really yep. wild shoe that is retailing for two thirty, but I imagine will be picked up for most or by most for about a hundred. Yeah, that's that's going to be living on the sale rack. I think it's cool, but it's very like very cutting edge, very fashion forward, avant garde, John. Ah, perhaps, perhaps you could make the claim. Um, moving down the list though, we have the golf wing converse GLF Giano ox. We have on the 11th, the ambush Nike dunk high in black and white, as well as pink, um, cool silhouette. It's like an exaggerated dunk. Shout out to Yoon over at ambush. Um, they do a really, really cool job with their, uh, jewelry. And I'm excited about this collaboration as well. We have an Air Max One I'm really excited about on the 11th. It is a brown Air Max One. It's like the traditional infrared Air Max One, but they just swapped it with brown. I'm excited about oh. that one. Um, Air, Air, or not Air, Nike Blazer Mid 77 on the 11th, Freak 2 on the 11th. We have the Stussy Nike Air Force One Low on the 11th. Um, really not huge. impressed by that one. No, people are going to pay so much for resale for those. You think so? Yeah, I've seen them on archive ones. pages, so yeah, probably. Yeah. They're they just in New York tax. They are not doing it for me. No, I think they're kind of lame, but I don't know. I thought the the beige ones are okay. Yeah, they're all right. They're just would like, I pay eight hundred dollars hey. for resale? No, but will no. they resell for that? Yes. I don't know if they'll go for that much. I, I'm guessing they'll go for four fifty. That's my my call. Okay. Um, we have a bunch of pairs of Adidas Response CLs coming out on the eleventh. Uh, including a very cool brown pair. Adidas Ultra 4D on the 11th. Pharrell Adidas NMD Human Race. Kawhi Snowman from New Balance. Uh, Steph Curry's Curry brand from Under Armour is coming out on the 8th with the Curry 8 or Curry Flow 8 Feel Good Flow. 
Saul will be off. buying five pairs. I'll be buying 18 and then going to my local pickup basketball court and only throwing up threes as everybody yep. yells at me to pass. I will yep. not pass. Classic. Um, KD 13 tie-dye on the 12th. Little pause at one. Foam call mode. Um, wow, there are so many sneakers this week. More Adidas coming out on the 12th. Adidas Ultra 4D. We have a human race boost slide. Human race climb a cool vento, Saul's favorite shoe. Uh, Pharrell Continental 80. Pharrell NMD. Pharrell Samba. Pharrell Sobokov 2.0. Pharrell Solar Human Race. Pharrell Stan Smith. Pharrell Superstar. Pharrell Superstar Prime Net. Pharrell Adidas Tennis. Pharrell Adidas Ultra Boost. Pharrell Adidas Ultra Boost 2020. Pharrell Adidas ZK or ZX2K Boost Triple Black. Oh my gosh. Pharrell is getting a lot of shoes. New Balance 327 in the primary pack on the 12th. The Dime Reebok Kamikaze 2 Low coming out on the 12th. Nike Dunk Low Disrupt on the 15th. Kyrie 7 on the 15th. Reebok Question Mid on the 15th. And that does it for sneaker releases for this week. Holy moly. We'll it's be a light week. Off next week with the <laughs> Nike Daybreak. Get excited. Um, with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to that. Um, my goodness, that's a I lot of shoes. Yeah, you know, it's it's fun. We are gonna get right into John's designer profile of the week. <gasps> Yay! I'm very, very excited. And to get a sip of water before we begin, but he's sipping. I'm excited to get into this. Uh, this will be a designer profile of <gasps> Kiko Kostadinov. Fuck, I thought it was, god damn it. All right, well well picked. Thank you. I led Saul to believe I was doing Jacques Womay, a.k.a. Jacques Moo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, uh, I, I chose to write up a little little designer profile on Kiko this week. We got four or five paragraphs, five paragraphs worth of information. Single spaced, one and a half pages. So it's a little long, but. I'll hit you with some, some ad libs, some mm-hmms. And, I don't oh. think it'll be quite as long perhaps as the Raph one, just because like Kiko is 31. He's He's been doing this for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. When Riot 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 came out, he was like 11, I think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, some somewhere around eleven, maybe he was twelve. But regardless, time to get into it. Um, Kiko Kostadinov is a thirty-one-year-old fashion designer who was born and raised in Bulgaria. He is most known for his self-titled label, Kiko Kostadinov, mm. but he has also done creative direction for Macintosh zero 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 one, and several several collaborations with different brands such as Asics and Camper. Kiko grew up in Bulgaria, where his father was a construction worker and his mother was a childcare worker and cleaning lady. Kiko had an uncle in London who introduced him to the world of art and fashion by sending him clothes, and at age 16, he moved out to London, where he is still currently based out of. Before formally studying fashion, Kiko earned a degree in information technology, but then set his sights on Central St. Martins, or it's San Martins, I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to go with the American pronunciation (laughs) with hopes of studying menswear there. 
He was initially rejected and assisted multiple designers and stylists to improve his resume, such as Nicola Formichetti and Stefan Mann. Uh, he ended up enrolled in the school's fashion design and marketing program uh, after two years of assisting with designers and stylists, and he ended up returning after that for a master's degree in fashion. Uh, while he was earning his master's, Kiko made some commission pieces for Stussy. Uh, he did this. He, it, he spent one to do one to two days on each piece. He he made them all by hand, out of other Stussy garments. He like kind of Frankenstein them together. Um, this was to be featured in Clash magazine. They weren't for uh, put up for sale or anything like that. But Stussy mm-hmm. was so impressed with the work he did that they began a formal collaboration with him while he was still a student for the brand's 35th anniversary back in 2015. <clears throat> The money he earned from that was put back into his education, and he ended up doing a third project with Stussy later that year, which sold at Dover Street Market. Um, Kiko finished his education with a graduate collection in 2016, which was kind of his first solo relay into the fashion world. It consisted mostly of monotone workwear looks, um, almost like hospital tier looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they were paired with bright technical runners from Hoka, which was interesting, um, considering he works so closely with ASICs now. Uh, directly after graduating with his master's in 2016, Kiko began working on his debut collection. Uh, he had funding assistance from the British Fashion Council's New Gen Initiative, which I'm not sure mm-hmm. what that stands for, but I'm guessing it's New Generation. Yes, um, from the beginning, Kiko's work has been fueled heavily by workwear. Uh, containing many monotone looks towards the beginning of his runway career. Uh, it was it was technical and heavily engineered perspectives on his clothing, and he created a more than meets the eye effect for the wearer and anyone else who may be familiar with what garments or what the garments actually were. Uh, as Kiko's time as a designer progressed, he began to experiment more with colors and geometry, creating collections based on more interesting career paths, not more interesting career paths, just based on interesting career paths, and keeping with the workwear roots of his label. Many pieces look like they could be pulled from like a bizarro world construction site, out of bright knee pads garnishing his pants and jackets that kind of felt like they were part of a dystopian work uniform. His spring 2020 menswear collection in particular is based on horse jockeying, which I think is really cool. It's filled with a lot of bright colors, interesting patterns, and cuts that you could really actually see on a jockey. And it has my favorite runway Kiko piece, which is the lasso pants. Mm. Uh, Despite having a cohesive feel of all the collections being a Kiko collection, his differing seasons definitely feel separate and identifiable from one another, whether that be the colors he uses or the cuts or the theme. And they've evolved significantly from his earlier, more monotone days. Uh, Kiko has primarily focused on menswear throughout his career as a designer, but he brought on Laura and Deanna Fanning, who graduated from CSM seven months prior to Kiko. uh, And they lead his women's wear line starting back in 2018. Uh, They branched out into the world of women's wear and ready to wear markets, headlined still by Kiko's signature style and feel of his garments, priding themselves on cut material and color. While being known primarily for his own label, Kiko has ventured into the world of collaborations quite a bit during his career, most notably with his ASICS collaboration, which began in the spring-summer of 2018, and it continued up until October of 2020, where it formally ended. However, Kiko will remain working with ASICS in their sports style division, where he continues to work on silhouettes without his name formally attached. 
Uh, Kiko pioneered many creative and eye-catching silhouettes and garments in his formal ASICs collaborations. Uh, he was actually the first designer to ever create his own custom midsole and tooling with the gel Kirill. Some other notable collabs of Kiko's include working with Camper, which is a heritage hiking brand. He's put his spin on some of their footwear. And CP Company, which is a more recent collab. They're an Italian outer, outer, outerwear label. You might know them for the uh, goggle hood garments. I think that's definitely their most well-known product. Uh, and they were founded by Stone Island's creator, Massimo Osti. Kiko has worked as a creative director with the renowned British label Macintosh on their Macintosh 0001 sub-label. And in 2018, Kiko, among some other creatives who co-founded the label, introduced Affix slash Affixworks. Uh, it's gone by both titles. It began as a radio show and now has its own clothing line and even an ASICS collaboration, which has sold out in a bunch of sizes. Um, all in all, Kiko's collaborations have garnered him nearly as much, much attention as his main label. So to recap everything, Kiko started from humble beginnings. He followed his passion where he worked like crazy for an opportunity to learn more about what he loved. His hard work has paid off thus far with both his main labels and collaborations evolving throughout the years and seasons. And I definitely look forward to seeing what he continues to accomplish in the world of fashion as the years go by. That's, that's a write-up. That's a write-up. That is a designer profile on Kiko Kostadinov, someone who I didn't know a ton of formal stuff about uh, just outside of looking at his runway collections and his uh, basically his ASICs collaborations. So I really enjoyed going through this, getting to know a little bit more. Um, I pulled information for anyone looking for sources. I pulled information from Wikipedia, Vogue, Essence, Hypebeast, Grail, High Stimbiety, and Sneaker News for yeah. various things throughout the, throughout the write-up. But yeah, that is, uh, that's my, my little, little profile on Kiko. So we hope the audience is continuing to enjoy these little write-ups. Uh, we'd love some suggestions on who you'd like to hear about. And, um, I'm having a lot of fun with these. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody else is enjoying these as much as Saul and I are. Because we've yeah, been, no, they've been a really good time to do. We've been a having really a blast good experience to do. Yeah, uh, my my English is is struggling at the moment, but <laughs> we are uh, we're persevering. Um, yeah. However, John, we do have some wonderful uh, wonderful questions from our community. Uh, coming from both Discord and Instagram. John, if anybody would like to join our Discord, what should they message our account? They should message us. Hmm. Epic Kiko style. Okay. And we will, we will okay. send you a Discord invite to what we like to call the happiest place in fashion. Uh, our Discord is a place where people can talk about clothes, they can talk about life, they can get to know other people who might be interested in what they're interested in. It's a lot of fun. There's people from all around the world in it, and it's something that we're really proud of and has brought us a lot of new information throughout the year. Or, yeah, throughout the year. You know, shout I out to the court. Bad. The Discord's been going absolutely crazy um, to the point where like, I almost can't keep up with it on a daily basis. It runs itself I, I, now. Yeah, it truly really um, runs itself. I was very engaged with it uh, over the summer and things like that, and I just haven't been able to, just you know, with COVID and school oh, yeah. and work and 
whatever. But I I love to see you know the people in the community having such a like good time with it. Mm-hmm. It's it's really fun, and you know just seeing everybody kind of interact in the court and stuff like that. It's just really cool kind of seeing this community that we, I suppose started. I mean, I don't feel like we're the leaders of it. We're just two members in it, but it's, it's really cool that that's come together around our podcast. It's been a lot of, a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get right into the discord questions. You, which if you join the court, you can, you can ask these questions and we'll see them more closely than we would see questions asked on our Instagram. Um, so starting things off, this question comes from Discord user Gore-Tex Arizonas, and they ask, is Instagram doing more harm than good for fashion? Uh, is having an endless amount of mood board or hype beast accounts narrowing what people are into and therefore giving less opportunities to smaller brands? Yes and no. I think it is mm-hmm. limiting people in terms of... Um, what people think is cool or how they feel it is okay to express themselves, if that sentence makes sense. Um, I think that there's definitely an aesthetic that these, these pages push. um, And, you know, people in the comments will, you know, attack other aesthetics or, you know, Oh, Rick Owens, you know, pardon me, this isn't how I think, but you know, Oh, that looks gay. Like, you know, why would you wear that shit? Like, you know, if somebody's not wearing like the archive page uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I think that in general, it does have a positive effect where like, we've seen it with like brands that we're, we're friends with like YTG, Liam um, from Dossiori, Zach from Basket Case even have mm-hmm. been able to connect with a wider audience and, and produce and, and thrive in that community. And oh, those yeah. are things that show up in like the recommended feed. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that's like, how I found out about Basket Case was through Instagram. And that's how I found yeah. out about YTG and Yori and Covenant yeah. and like all these cool brands that we, we get to know, like Hybrid. And you mm-hmm. know, that's all, all because of IG. So it does have good and bad. Um, I think if you aren't making an effort to seek stuff out, then it could be more bad or more doing more harm than good. But if you are mm-hmm. making that conscious effort to, uh, to find what really fits you, then in that case, you have just way more information at your disposal, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Um, our next question coming from Vilo and Musk. Hi, Sean. Um, they asked, Hi, Sean. what is one fashion sin that you won't be able to tolerate at all? And if you don't have one, what is one that you despise the most? An example would be wearing Velone, saying Virgil Abloh is original, etc." I think it's the first example. Wearing Velone is is kind of unacceptable at this point, um, you know, yeah. for supporting someone like ASAP Bari. I think that's just not okay to do. Yeah. I agree. Um, I don't know. I think that being homophobic, especially in the fashion space, is is horrendous. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it's it's something that comes with you know being like young. You know, like I was in seventh grade. I definitely was like, oh, that's gay, right? Like mm-hmm. I was in seventh grade. I didn't really know better. It's what kids said. You know, I, I don't mean to excuse my behavior, but you get what I mean, right? Like absolutely, yeah. That's you're just... a kid, and it's what you know, you watch like family guy and that's, you know, the joke. Um, so 
I don't know. Uh, and the fact that like Instagram and things like that perpetuate it because you are able to just put your account on private and then talk shit through it. Yeah. Um, That's very yeah. unfortunate that, that that continues to be an issue in yeah. today's society. But. Yeah, agreed. Um, but yeah, I think that you know, that's definitely like a quote unquote sin. I think that younger kids definitely need to feel more um, comfortable um, or, or um, I feel like just don't care as much as what, you know, what other people are doing. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing is being able to, you know, social media is great, but being able to disconnect from it is also very important. And something that I think everybody should do for at least like a week out of the year is just completely don't do any socials yeah i agree um yeah i think that's very good answer Saul. thank you um moving down the list this one comes from discord user yannick what is your favorite outfit you've encountered on the streets anything rashid has worn to school yeah i mean i've never met rashid in person but i'm sure that would be my answer as well I don't know. Dude dresses way too well for the, the the average human being. It blows my mind. His his fits are just on another level. Yeah, it's my answer. It's not not super creative, but I've that's, never that's even that's met Rashid, and that's my answer. <laughs> uh, in other news, I found Hidden New York's personal. Try to get him on the pod. Did he ever go on throwing fits? Yeah, he did. Oh, weird. Um, so I guess not. Will not repeat their guests. Um, Jacob Day, Shout Day 2001, asks, do the Kings use loofahs when they shower? I use a washcloth. I use a washcloth or like a – it's a brush on a stick so you can get yeah. it. Something abrasive, like like an abrasive scrubby type deal, but no no formal loofah. Yeah. No no puff. Also, remember to change your loofah. They get yeah. really gross really they fast. They pick up bacteria. Mm-hmm. you know yeah i saw a video about growing loofahs that was pretty cool growing them yeah um because they're like a sponge they but they, there's like a there's like a loofah plant what yeah loofahs are a natural product what the fuck that's news to me big time um okay i think it was it was like an instagram reel hold on I won't be able to find it, but so let's see. Yeah, loofahs are a plant. They're in the cucumber family. A real loofah. Because they make like okay. they make like synthetic loofahs, but a real loofah is actually a plant. Okay. Fun fact. Color me loofah. Based on loofah build. Yeah, color me loofah build. Sure. <laughs> what the fuck? I never knew that. Okay. Big news for the podcast. Lufas are plants. My world, my world is breaking. It's shattering around me, John. Things are crumbling. What is happening? I'm I don't so know sorry. what to believe anymore. I don't know what to believe. I'm sorry if I if I disrupted your flow <laughs> for the day. Um moving down the list, this one comes from Lustinianos in the Discord. Seeing as the year's end is coming closer and closer, do either of you have any New Year's resolutions that you'd like to take on? Um, yes. Um, I am trying to do a 90-day uh, like workout challenge with the help of a good friend of the pod, Etchy Chad. 
Um, he sent me like a routine. I'm also trying to eat better. I'm going to take pictures. Um, Are you going to do a 90 day Kiki challenge as well? Or you walk next to your car for 90 straight days while that oh. song is playing? Um, listen, I was going to say, if I fail this challenge, John, if I like crap out, I was going to leave it up to you to determine a punishment. Because I, I think the motivation See, of not losing is almost stronger for me than the motivation of, of, of winning. I don't know if that's I, I like, a good idea, though, because you're going to have this idea of fitness in your mind as associated with like a chore. Like something I, mean, I have to do. Every I did day it. I did than... it for no Coptober, right? That's true. We had we had penalties, but that was you know that had a fun name associated with it. Okay, how about we do uh, workout? Uh, I don't know. Fitness. Who knows? Sure, I like fitness. Sure, um, it's probably trademarked somewhere. Is it? I don't probably. know. I I would bet like we're not taking fitness. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Something, something of the sort. I will, I will. Yeah. I've been trying, maybe, to, trying maybe to stay it's not a punishment, in yeah. my workout, workout vibe as well. Shout out to Jacob. He, he wrote me up a fitness plan. That's Jacob's that's the goat, good. dude. It's true. I love that guy. It's true. What a guy. Um, as far as my new year's resolutions go, um, I'd say just keep, keep staying healthy in the new year and just, I want to read more in the new year hmm. for sure. Like and that. just maintain, continue to maintain my friendships and oh. all that stuff, and just be a good person. That's um, importantly, John. Are you going to learn how to read this new year? I'm going to try. Um, okay. <laughs> I think that's going to be big for me. Is is attaining literacy? Um, hoping get there. Yeah. Uh, we are looking to become not only fashion literate but literate. It's lit, or it. I feel like no, 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 no. That's gonna be the next. Um, fuck. What were the the songs? Um, conjunction, junction. That shit. Oh yeah, Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, they gotta do it's it's lit or it with Travis. Scott. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he he will become involved with every cornerstone of American culture. He's a king oh. for that one, man. Like, I think he made. I can't remember how much it said he made off of the McDonald's collaboration, but it was an insane amount of money. Like millions, millions upon millions. So much money. Good for him. Yeah. He's become a brand. To to Travi, Travi Patty, the man. Travi Patty. I had one. I had one. I ate a Travi Patty. How was it? It was, I think it was just a bad batch. It didn't even taste like McDonald's. It just didn't taste like anything. I think I talked about it on the pod. Because it's something. And the dude who's, I went in the drive-thru and the guy was like, yo, we just, we just put these patties on. We just put fries in the fryer. Like this is going to be so fresh. I was all hyped and nothing ended up like maybe they just forgot to season everything. Cause like the fries Ew. were really bland. The burger was Ew. super bland. Ew. It was like the one episode of SpongeBob where they were like printing Krabby patties. Yeah. They bit into one and it was sludge. That's how I felt yeah. eating that. Ew. patty. That sounds like shit. It was awful. Good Lord. But it that, was that lit. terrible. I listened that was to not lit. that day. No um, pork because I'm something. Crispy, crispy fries with tangy barbecue sauce. It's uh, lit. The, the fries with the barbecue sauce is a good combo though. Yeah. And the Sprite. Um, do they charge you extra for the, the sauce? Like is it uh, the order itself? I think the order was like it had a set price on it. 
I don't remember okay. if the sauce was extra. But regardless, you know, that's my story with the Travi Patty. Yeah. Uh, next question um, coming from Feathers McGraw. They ask, do you think Russell will surpass champion as the it heritage athletic brand for the vintage enthusiast crowd or has it already gotten there? I didn't, you know, I, I wouldn't, I was not aware if it has already gotten there, but I don't think it will surpass champion. I think mm-hmm. champion has a humongous hold on the like vintage heritage streetwear market right now. Like champion yeah. hoodies are selling for like 80 bucks. Yeah. That's insane. I, I also think that like all of the old vintage thing, like all of, you know, like old vintage collegiate stuff is printed mm-hmm. on champion, not champion Russell. blakes or blanks. Um, <laughs> blakes, people named Blake are printing these champion <laughs> blanks. Um, but you know, I, I have seen both Russell and champion blanks. Mm-hmm. I think they can kind of coexist, but I think champion has like that it factor as far as yeah i mean being carried in urban outfitters remember when they just put reverse weave on their hoodies and they instantly doubled in price Mm-hmm. classic moment um but yeah that is that's what's going on there let's see moving down the list this question comes from our good friend billy AKA making friends at college. Bill, Bill, uh, he's got Bill, some, Bill. got some clothing coming out soon. That's exciting. What movie has the best wardrobe slash costume design that you have seen? Good question. Um, I'm going to go recent movies for mine. Okay. I was going to just instantly go with Romeo and Juliet just because mm-hmm. it was so good. That's, that's a banger. Um, yeah. I feel like that's an easy answer and I need to come up with a better one now. Um, I think my recent movie is another easy gems? answer. Yeah, gems. Yeah. I think the styling on that. I think Mr. Mort did it. Yeah, he did. Um, you know, hats off to to the whole team involved with that because it was yeah. really well done. Um, I would also shout out. Uh, what is it? The Phantom Thread. Oh, uh, I heard that was good. I heard that was wild. Yeah. Um. I, I've only seen a little bit of it. I fell asleep while watching. Yeah, um, I don't know if I've heard if it was good or bad. I just heard it was crazy. Yeah, um, can definitely say it starts out strong. Yeah. Um, the the costuming is beautiful. It's like a very well done period piece. Um, also, fuck, what is it? Nineteen uh, thirteen or whatever. Nineteen seventeen. That's an that's an OG the movie. I hate. That's an OG Saul and John argument. That movie sucks. However. Um, absolute terrible costuming the fact that all of them are clean at all points during the movie is just so stupid Mm -hmm. nobody gets dirt on them they're in a war you're telling me there's no dirt on anybody bullshit you make a great point with that yeah stupid dumb idiotic frivolous i'm I'm running out of words um hold on Uh, bodacious bodacious is a good thing yeah Brodacious. Anyway, um, next question. Uh, Elon Musk, aka Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Asks, what is your favorite weather to dress in? Um, probably fall because you can kind of wear anything. And there's like a two-week period in Michigan where you can pretty much do shorts and a t-shirt or a fleece and pants, and 
I think, for that reason. Uh, it's a very short window, but it's a really fun window as far as kind of experimenting with new fits. And I think it probably happened during No Coptober this year. So it was especially mm-hmm. nice, like actually digging into my wardrobe and saying, okay, what can I build off of that's already here rather than freaking out and wanting to go buy stuff that mm. will just end up sitting in the back of my closet. Yeah. I like that how, answer. How about you, Saul? What's your favorite weather to dress in? Uh, call me Floyd because it's all about that Mayweather. See, I was going to do that one too, but then I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> Floyd versus Logan Paul though. That's going to be crazy. You want to uh, you want to drop some some money on that? You think uh, Mr. Paul's going to eke it out? I think uh, I think that'll be a pretty easy one to bet a hundred dollars and make a dollar on top of it betting on Floyd. Yeah, I've seen some arguments for for Logan uh, that have been not too convincing. I think if Logan did end up winning, it would have one hundred percent been like clickbait fixed fight. There's no way that. <laughs> that floyd mayweather i did i did what to floyd mayweather question mark it would be it would be i mean it's already for content hype but you know i think floyd will truly mop the floor with with logan paul i'd rather see him fight jake paul honestly logan paul fight jake paul you mean no floyd fight jake paul than logan paul interesting because jake paul seems like more of a punky like I, I want to see him like want to see somebody annoy get Floyd and then just get. <laughs> I don't want to see anyone get hurt, but maybe like quieted down. I uh, I would definitely like to see one of the Paul brothers be put onto a stretcher. I they're just horrendous human beings. They are not good, but that's gonna they, be an interesting they, fight. Um, they suck. I kind of can't believe that's happening. The fact that yeah. a YouTuber is fighting a fifty and zero boxer, isn't he fifty one and zero technically, or fifty? That I'm not sure of, but okay. Logan I know is zero and one <laughs> against KSI. So I cannot believe he fought KSI twice. The first one was a draw. Oh my god! This year, dude, what has happened this year? Well, that happened like two years ago, if not more. I know, but just. Logan Paul, year, Floyd Mayweather. Who had it's that on their bingo? And then Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson got absolutely dosed. Yeah, I was not expecting that coming from a three-time NBA dunk contest champion. That's that's just a tough L to take. Oh, big to, time. To Jake Paul. And not only losing, but losing in the fashion that, that Nate did. Yeah. Getting slept. Yeah. He he didn't even put up that much of a fight. I didn't watch the whole fight. I just saw the old uh, the old sleeper. He did. He Floyd, did his best. Uh, Black, Black Beatles. Black Beatles. Uh, oh, invitation. what was that? The challenge. Mannequin challenge. Mannequin challenge. Wow, that's that's a throwback. Anyways, we got to yeah. keep going on these questions. We do. It's oh my, my turn. Um. This question comes from Discord user Jack's Domain. Can fashion designers be considered artists? If so, what makes them one versus the other? And if it's a blurred line, what can help shift a designer around on the scale? In reference to more contemporary and elaborate pieces, such as the Rick Owens membrane top. Um, yeah, so 
uh i think clothing designers are artists i think straight up they're Um, artists they just work in they don't work with paint or clay they work with fabric you could consider it sculpture yeah um yeah I don't, know. I, don't, I don't think that there are people who can who don't excuse me consider fashion not art especially runway mm-hmm. uh, oh most the definitely. Runway on you can't itself. look at runway come to your son and say that's that's more art than fashion yeah like that is I mean, literally it's completely impractical yeah. wearable Nobody's sculpture wearing, yeah. yeah yeah i mean of course it is very very high fashion but it screams sculpture at me before it screams clothing sculpture like exactly exactly thank you um (laughs) that cleared it up if it hadn't been for anyone else so glad i could help you out john much appreciated Um, next question coming from velo and musk aka sean hi sean hi sean ugliest fashion trend slash piece that you love oh gosh um maybe the a cold wall nike vermero the, the chunky blocky boys that I have. I think those are awesome. I don't know what it is about them, but the, uh, the extendo heel just is super cool for me. The George Romero's the George the living bread. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think those are really neat and I'm, I'm happy to have gotten my pair for like 60% off as large yeah. dub. Shout out like Noter or Notra for always having stuff like that on sale. I actually got on Goat for seventy five really? bucks. Yeah, they were worn oh like God. one time, and now they go for retailer above. So big dub if I ever want to sell the block moments. <laughs> Saul, what's the ugliest fashion trend or piece that you love? I was gonna say Crocs. Crocs are. I think Crocs are cool. I don't think. Come on, dude. They're they're ugly. I think like cool. I, I love Crocs. I just think that they're ugly. I'm I'm just big. Like I, I've always thought clogs in general were okay, pretty cool. So I like easy to wear slip on stuff that you just feel comfortable in. Shout out to my okay. friend Morgan for getting me a pair of Crocs this year. Yeah, you haven't worn those on the pod for a little bit. Well, it's because I'm not you allowed the to. Pod Crocs. Maybe Wait, starting 2021, I'll start diversifying my footwear on the podcast. You think that New Year's resolution can hold you into only wearing it's it's my personal brand. Okay. If if they hear me wearing other shoes, is this even pair of kings podcast? It's true. Hmm. What's my brand of the podcast? Just being angry? No. It's all you are you are keeping the energy. You're the keeper, you are the keeper of the vibes. Interesting. I'm like the uh, the sexy woman in Ghostbusters who asks if the uh, the dude's the keymaster. I think I remember that part. I haven't seen Ghostbusters in probably twelve years. Really? Ghostbusters yeah, slaps, dude. Oh, yeah, it's a great movie. Um, I remember Ghostbusters two. They opened up the fridge and it was like hell inside the fridge. Yep, that was crazy. As a that was crazy, like an eleven year old to see. Yo, dude like me would have called and asked if their refrigerator was running. Dude then... like Saul would have just closed the fridge and would have been done. <laughs> yeah. Movie's over. I would have no, I would have turned into Doom Guy. The uh the music <laughs> Jumped right division in. <laughs> would have started playing. Dude like me would have had that cleared out 10, 15 minutes tops. For real, for real. Yep. <laughs> okay. 
Moving down the list, this one comes from new friend of the Discord, Neurogenesis for you. Do your closets lead towards expressionism or reductionism? The fuck is reductionism? I'm sorry. Like I, I study art, I should know this a little bit better. Mine's definitely expressionism. Okay. Mine's loud. Okay. Is reductionism breaking something? It's breaking something down to its basic parts and explaining. I think it, but of it I don't like boiling it down. I think that's like fewer pieces more meaning behind each one if i had to guess okay and then expressionism is maybe just like throwing everything at the wall and something sticks uh i'm saying i'm between both because i i buy a lot of things but i try to make each one meaningful i i hate how much i spend on clothes i'm trying to sell some stuff i'm trying not to buy any clothes right now trying my best yeah um i might get rid of that boreman's coat Oh, yeah? still wear it and it's so hard to wear it's like a puffer that's not and it's like weird gray it just huh. doesn't go with anything i own gotcha yeah um, yeah i think mine's definitely more it's colorful my wardrobe mm-hmm. so i'd say expressionism just for that reason alone yeah next question coming from nico aka titfam they ask what is your way to calm down and relax um i think music is is always my go-to if i'm just trying to relax um you know throw on some light classical just catch a vibe you like jazz hey shout out b movie um other ways just going outside going for a walk um go work out you know even though it's kind of a high energy scenario I definitely clear my head while I'm either lifting or running. Yeah. Uh, cooking, I find really relaxing. Is, even if it's like high energy, I kind of go Zen mode if I'm trying to take care of, if I try to make dinner by myself and it's mm-hmm. got a bunch of parts to it and I'm running around, that's when I'm like the most focused during the entire thing, which I think is good. And potting is a lot of like, maybe not calming down because we keep the energy spicy but uh, definitely something that is good to kind of chain myself to reality because it is a yeah. like a weekly occurrence. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely been the the vibe from the pod for me mm-hmm. as well. I think creative pursuits, and I'm not great at doing this myself, but finding something you enjoy and just doing it. Oh yeah, um, easier said than done. I will acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll say that. Um, Honestly, reading, I, I've really mm-hmm. enjoyed reading, especially like fantasy books. Um, I've taken up knitting, which is really hard. I didn't even know um, that. That's awesome. I'm learning. Anna's teaching me. I've been thinking about doing that as well. Yeah. Knitting is fun. It's just, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Um, My friend Morgan really likes to knit. So maybe I'll have, yeah. I'll have her teach me, but yeah, that's yeah. sick. Um, I know, I think Troy Palomalu, the legendary Steelers linebacker was a big knitter he would knit really? on on plane rides to away games that is terrifying It'd like get him zen mode could you imagine i know like, a lot of like nfl Bob players knit. Damn. it's like a huge relaxer when you're on the plane i would love a scarf made by an nfl player <laughs> rob gronkowski's is just the yarn he just hands it's the a ball single yarn. strand of yarn <laughs> <laughs> oh dear Gronk, come on the pod, dog. I love Gronk so much. I give him too much. Yeah, you're a, you're a Patriots man. 
Yeah, I do. They've been such ass this year. Yeah, welcome to Detroit Lions fandom for the last oh, 23 years of my life. You guys have been doing the uh, the the Patriots rebuild restructure route, where you just try and do Forever. everything the Patriots are doing. Well, we had um. Oh, your um, your head the, coach just got coach. fired. Yeah, and he was Patriots man. I can't remember his uh, name. Matt Matt, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. It was just you. complete. I was in fashion mode, so I wasn't. It like was slipping my mind. But yeah, Matt Patricia just got canned. Uh, yep. He was the Patriots defensive coordinator, and this year yeah. the Lions have the worst defense of the, in the NFL. Yeah, he he'll was, be he back was, in the like, Patriots. Paraded as like a savant. Years. Yeah, I don't think he will. That dude. He will. Belichick always brings his boys back. <laughs> um, but yeah, Belichick is like uh, Nick Saban for the NFL. Like his assistants typically go on to be head coaches. And some are successful. Most are not just like Nick Saban where, mm-hmm. you know, I think Nick Saban's had like two assistants. If that beat him in football as a head coach, Nick Saban actually coached at Michigan state for like two years. Did he? Yep. And uh, Michigan state's last coach, Mark D'Antonio was an assistant of his. Okay. Um, at Michigan know. state and then got promoted to head coach after Nick left for LSU where he won a championship like right away. And then he went to Alabama yeah. from LSU. I knew a lot of the uh, the golf players who recruited to who were, who were recruited. Sorry, I don't know why that was such a mouthful to LSU. They are dumb as rocks. <laughs> LSU out, is um, awful at football this year. What the fuck was that kid's name? Cannon Claycomb, who um, only talked about fucking a girl for eighteen holes of golf, oh my um, gosh. and it had become abundantly clear by hole two and a half that he had never had sex. That's just. That's just the worst. I wonder what he's up to. Let's hit him on Instagram. I'm not actually going to hit him Okay, we got to keep going on this fashion podcast. Yeah, this is a fashion podcast. It's all name-dropping people. I'm just – I'm <laughs> taking a step back. I'm not involved in this situation. Yep. Um, you okay. are up, John. Yes. Okay. Is it my turn? That it is. Um, is there a certain age that makes clothing vintage? If not, what do you consider to be vintage? And this question comes from Lucin Luce- – Tinianos. That one's giving me a lot of trouble for some reason. Anyways, yeah. is there a I actually think age? it's an I at the beginning, not an L. Oh man, I am I am way off then. But regardless. I, I made the exact same error. Saul, the question remains. Is there a certain age that makes clothing vintage? Uh anything over two decades before this current decade. I think that's, that's a great, that's vintage that's a great way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I had never like put a formal thought on it before then, but yeah, that I will, I will stand with that for sure. Mm. All right. Coming down to the end of the core questions. Down. Yeah. Second to last coming from Naomi, AKA Nazabar. She asks thoughts on Montclair acquiring stone Island. Um, I think I kind of spoke about it earlier, but I think it mm-hmm. seems like a good intention acquisition. Um, I liked hearing that Montclair doesn't Im- doesn't plan on changing too much. They're kind of going to kind of let Stone Island exist as they are, not going to hike prices up. At least that's what they say. <laughs> and um, you know, I think Stone Funny Island and Montclair will continue to exist kind of in their own lanes, uh, no longer as competitors, but now as friends. Yeah. I, I would agree. I mean, I don't think anything's going to change. It seems like they have a good handle on what the brand is. 
Um, I don't think they're going to do anything like heinous or disrespectful. I also don't think Stone Island, like Stone Island, they use, you know, cool materials. They use yeah, cool. I hope they don't it's, take that away because Stone Island is so like revolutionary in everything mm-hmm. they do. The glow in the dark net for the Supreme Club was crazy. Yeah. I've never seen glow in the dark net. I, I still want that heat activated knit. Those they have reps of that. Yeah, no, they do. But that's something where I'd almost want the legit one because like that's just such an impressive feat of technology. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, final Discord question. This one comes from Larby X Dolly. Thoughts on Jeremy Scott stealing Chief Keef's Glow Gang designs? Not shocking. Nah. Shitty. Shout out Chief Keef. Come on the pod. Shout out the uh, the Glow Boys. We love Sosa on this podcast. We do love Sosa, honestly. If I catch another motherfucker talking sweet about Chief Keef, I'm fucking beating the ass. For real. I used for to real. know that whole thing. For real. I, I would um copy and paste it to a friend every like two months. And by the end, you uh, this was it. in junior year of high school. Yeah, I had it completely Goated. memorized. Yeah. That's that was that was a that was a time. Oh, big time. Moving right along to the Instagram questions. Thank you everybody from the Discord. If you'd from like to join and we would love to have you message, was it Epic Kiko style? I think it was Epic Kiko style, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Just trying to <laughs> Remember that as it was. Um, going on to the IG, our favorite law firm, Cordell and Cordell. Yes, asked, indeed. Leather pants, did they get a pass? I want them, but ethics, but also artisan? So, leather pants, that's a bold call. Um, I mean, I don't personally ever see myself wearing leather pants. Does that mean you shouldn't? Who's to say? I think if you buy them used, definitely go for it. If you're buying brand new leather pants, not the move as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, if you have the legs for it, go for it. I cannot fit in the leather pants. Yeah, I don't think I could do leather pants. Um, they also just seem like they'd be so hot. Like yeah. my legs would be sweating. My, uh, my, my ball sweat would be disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anyways. I, I'm just being honest. I'm oh, being yeah, honest. I know. You sure are. Um, but moving down the list, this one comes from six lay. Have you guys ever wished you had a different name? Uh, no, honestly, I like my name a lot. Uh, actually parents are getting divorced. I hate my father. He's a, he's a prick. Um, so I was considering changing my last name. Um, and that is still on, on the table. Saul Gugus. Saul Gugus. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll I'll leave it up to the uh, to an Instagram poll. Yeah, we're no longer doing Saul's car name. We're doing Saul's yeah, last Saul's name. actual name. Yep, my last name. Uh, get Saul ready to for be determined. Saul. No, it's going to be Saul. Last name, one word, all in quotes. Wow, Saul okay. Ochocinco. Oh God. <laughs> Saul, world peace. Oh God. Hey. Uh, <laughs> the artist formerly no, it'd be Saul, the artist formerly known as Saul Thompson. Thompson. Wow. That would be pretty sick. Um, or you just become one name like Cher. You just become Saul. Saul. <laughs> I'm Saul. Cool. That would be kind of cool. Anyways, um, no, I don't. I, I really like my name, especially my last name is super interesting, uh, at least to me. Maybe if I ever wished I had a different name, like when when Secret Agent Cody Banks came out, I thought. No. I thought like Cody Banks was a sick name. So maybe I had a I had a desire to be named Cody Banks, but that is obviously 
you know, I'll take John Hogaboom any day. Um, so I guess, no, I have never wished I had a different name. Shout out secret agent Cody. Banks. Frankie Muniz, man. He, uh, he's, I follow him on Instagram. He makes olive oil now. He's not he oil better? business. I think he's doing well. He's married. Okay. Um, yeah, he, uh, definitely like keeping up with, with old Frankie Muniz. He was like racing for a while. What? Like race cars. Really? I don't, I don't think he was ever in the professional circuit, but he, he wanted to be a race car driver, I think, for a very long time. What? I got to um, look up Frankie Nunez right now. Malcolm in the Middle holds up as one of the greatest shows one of all of time. One of the greatest shows of all time. Yeah. Unreal cast of characters. Like the acting is so good. Brian Cranston, need I say more? Um, Holding it down as hell, dude. Yeah. Hell's the goat. He is. But regardless, Saul, we have a big question coming up from our good friend, yeah, Billy. That we do. Billy underscore Rushman asks, if a dog could wear clothes, what brand would it wear? Also, what would a cat wear? I think dogs would wear Capital. Cats would wear Rick. I was going to say cats are just all Connor Scoils. Um, cats are wearing ccp dogs are wearing something super happy they're wearing capital or online ceramics yeah dogs are doing that or like like old like vintage polo ralph lauren like the hunting stuff yeah they're like leaning into it you know what i mean big time um yeah yeah it's just like happy core versus dark wear <laughs> i'd describe my my style as happy core interesting if you were a dog which dog would you be I think I'd, I don't know if I'd be Rico. I don't know. That's a good question. I'd I'm be, curious to hear what you think. I don't know what breed I would be, but I'd be a large dog that acted like a lap dog. Probably I'd be like mm. on the couch on, you know, just being friendly with the owner or my, my owner, I suppose. Gotcha. What about you? What kind of dog would you be Saul? I'd be a different breed, bro. I'm built different. Uh, was that is that all no. this was leading up towards uh no i would be uh samoyed maybe uh, oh fluffy man yeah um samoyed maybe like uh i've been told i'm like a like a golden retriever in terms of like stupid happy but i, I like to think i'm a little yeah. bit smarter than that. i think i'm a little stupid happy okay i can see you as like a beagle john hey I wouldn't be mad at that. I think beagles are really cool. I just love dogs. So dogs are the I don't think I would reject best. having or reject any type of dog reject, if I was. Reject humanity, return Christ to dog. dog. <laughs> yeah. Great question, Billy. That was a really fun one. Yeah. Uh, moving down the list, this question comes from cars underscore sometimes. Has the Rick Owens Montclair Area 51 security hat fiasco changed your perception of Rick? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the same thing. Like, I'm sure he has people working for him. He probably had his hands kind of in this, or he was like, I, I doubt act. he gave the specific okay to do this. I'm guessing it was uh, someone at the brand. I don't think Rick gives an okay on every piece. If he I had to strikes guess. me as somebody who would not let something go without his like say so. I don't know if he's that involved in the day in the day to day anymore. He probably but still think- is, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's, it's colored my perception a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I like. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a bummer to see a brand like that kind of 
stoop to uh to using cheap blanks yeah makes you wonder what's that, what's like gone cheap, without us noticing blanks without any transparency no the the sticker i mean the shadow of the sticker was still on the brim and ugh. yeah take some pride in what you do for real for real for real um but yeah perception definitely changed so it's time for a darius haft triple, triple crown, crown from our good you friend darius darius yep, half seven we blast through. We go one, two, three. Uh, first one, I guess, is more of like a neutral answer. So I'll, I'll let John answer it. I feel like we'd be on the same page for this. But we'll go one, two, three. John will flip it around. Ready, John? Yes. Hear me out. For 10,000 followers, y'all do an epic rap battles of history parody with Rick and Raph. If we hit 10,000 before the end of the year. Okay. John, who is the greatest trap artist of all time? Future. Oh, what is the best year of fashion in your opinion? Hmm. I think, I mean, I don't know every year specifically. I got to go 2017 is kind of when I started transitioning more from hype beastie into where I'm at now. So maybe personally 2017 is the best. Oh, you're a fan of fashion? Name every cloth. Damn it. (laughs) Shirt, pant, (laughs) sock, jacket, hat, shoe. Cape. Okay. (laughs) Glove. (laughs) Okay. Saul, hear me out. For 10,000 followers, y'all do an epic rap battles of history parody with Rick and Raph. Uh, Sure. Before before the end of the year, if we hit 10K, I'm down. Definitely. Um, Who's the greatest trap artist of all time? Gucci Mane. Okay. What is the best year of fashion in your opinion? 2001 or 1999 nice yeah all right thank you Darius. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of iconic collections from those two years most definitely honestly um, i'll also throw in 2020 i feel like coronavirus has thrown in so many curveballs that designers have had to get really creative and innovative mm-hmm. innovative i'm really excited um, for kind of when everyone can showcase what they've been doing to the public yeah, yeah. especially from a music perspective oh my gosh yeah, I agree. You know, artists are just cranking out songs like crazy. Yeah. Um, but I want a new D fifty two from from Future. Yes, definitely. So this question yes. comes from Jack dot x two six four dot y i f y dot mp four. Who gets the most hugs and who's left saying, "Where's my hug at"? Dude that gets the most hugs is friendly and is not scaring anybody by smelling bad. I feel like dudes who be hitting people with where's my hug do not wear deodorant. Um, please don't ever say that. It makes people feel extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Dudes who are getting hugs, just be friendly. Um, be friendly. Be sure that they are consensual. Or yeah, the don't just be central. hugging people, especially not yeah. this year. Oh my gosh, don't yeah. hug anyone outside uh, of your bubble. Yeah, call me uh, call me Michael because I'm sticking in that buble. Damn. Did you like that one? That was a heater. Not gonna lie, okay. that was really good. Thank you. Um, wow. Yeah, I I'm just gonna gonna put my name on what you just said there. <laughs> um, with uh with the hug and where my hug at conversation. 
Yeah, wear some deodorant, you know. You smell <laughs> the good. wear my hug at contingency. If you smell good, like there's no downside of smelling good. Yeah. If you want cologne recommendations, I don't know, hit the hit the DMs. We'll give you some. I'll bet the cord can help with that too. Yeah, I know um Nathan is a, is a, big a cologne fan enthusiast. Of, he is deodorant enjoyer versus cologne enthusiast. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Next question coming from Jack's domain. Favorite kind of bread? All the seed tastic loaves. I think they have like 16 different kinds of seeds in the Damn. bread. They're so healthy and okay. they taste like there's so much depth of flavor. I'd so much rather eat a slice of that than like a slice of cheap white bread. Yeah, that's um, fair. I'm always a fan of the whole wheat. Uh, I think a nice boule, like a good, maybe good sourdough. It's great. I love rye bread mm-hmm. too. And pumpernickel. I like that. Pumpernickel okay. is great. I'm just a bread fan. What can I say? You're a uh, bread man. Yep. You know, team carbs for real, for real. <laughs> Saul, you are not much like of a bread that. eater, are you? I'm not. I, uh, I'm gluten-free. However, I will say uh pumpernickel rain supreme black and brown breads incredible yep. so good that's the flavor where it's at pills. it is for real and they take butter so much better than normal oh, bread yeah big time um you know don't be afraid to uh to step into the realm of of advanced breads take the black slash brown bread pill absolutely a soda bread's also really good. I don't know if you ever had like Irish soda bread. I've had it a couple of times. It's very dry. It's dry. It definitely needs butter, but mm-hmm. it's a really interesting approach to, to the world of bread. I've been mm. watching a lot of Great British Baking Show. Yeah. Part or season eight. I think that's the most recent season. I was mm-hmm. so happy with so. the outcome. Um, John, it's not season. It's collection. Collection right? eight. I was so happy with the outcome. I'm not going to talk about who won, but. It was great. I, I've not finished it, but I will, and we will converse. It was excellent. Maybe we converse off the pod in case anyone has yeah, finished yeah, yeah. it yet. But, uh, no, no spoilers. It's it not was so good. Spoiler pod. So good. Uh, next question, or I suppose statement, <laughs> comes from Instagram user um, Joppy, I think. J-A-P-P-I-E, and then five underscores, I think. Yep. Wacky slash oh is God. all they said. <laughs> I, I don't understand where that came from, but it's everywhere now. You don't know Wacky Slush? No, no, I know I know Wacky Slush. Like I've seen the video and everything. I just like I don't get how it exploded that fast. Oh, I totally get it, dude. It's hysterical. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, so oh my funny. god. Wacky slush is good. Wacky slush. It's it's really funny. It's so funny. Especially like it's gonna be so so like behind in a week. But right now, especially like over the weekend, I could yeah. not get enough of Wacky Slush. <laughs> Boy, I think about it every night. And they... Or should I say I could not get enough of saying Wacky Slush. Wacky Slush. Because I have never myself drank Wacky Slush. John, you've never had the Wacky Slush? Never had the Wacky Slush. Oh, damn. Is yeah. that what we're doing the first Lightweight. time we get up? Wacky Slush? <laughs> Uh, I can't say I'm I'm down for that, but you know, maybe <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it with grape Gatorade instead. Okay. Uh, aside, are you a are you a cool blue Gatorade fan? 
No, I'm orange goaded. What? Orange and lemon lime. Are you kidding me? Citrus Gatorades are the best Gatorades. Oh my god! It just eh, glacier freeze, bro. It's what are you talking about? It's overrated for sure. I get the hype. What? I get the hype. I've drank a lot of Gatorade in my day, Saul. As I'm sure you have as well. Us being as of I world class athletes back in the day. Um, I was a mathlete. I was, you know, I took AP Calc in high school. Okay. So I, I don't know if I compare, but um, <laughs> dude, yeah. Citrus Gatorade's forever goaded. Really? You're going It's so crisp. Blue? blue, it just I, like, I just, it covers my know. tongue in like a film of, of artificial. Wonder and glory. Let me say that. I will say lemon lime, I feel like used to be a lot better, like in my youth. And then it got salty, like it is salt yeah. juice now, but orange, orange has like stead or stood true as my, <laughs> uh, stead true as my, my go-to Gatorade flavor. Orange used to be like second place. I feel like to lemon lime, but it was just okay. waiting in the ranks for its, its time in the spotlight. I just, I can't, I can't get on the, uh, Will you just refuse? Oh, it's not, it's less slander to cool. I just blue. don't like orange. It's too, it's too, there's no depth of flavor. We were talking about depth of flavor. It's just sweet. There's no, citrus. Oh, I taste orange in it. I totally taste orange in it. Um, <sighs> at least we aren't purple Gatorade heads. It oh could be worse. God. The spicy Gatorade? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. I had a friend who loved oh my God. purple Gatorade in, in high school. I just could not Ugh. understand the, the rationale behind that gatorade with grape gatorade is so bad grape rate sucks it's so bad and then like red is like yeah i'll 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 take a bottle of red if if i'm given it it's like yeah cool fruit punch let's go tap in Uh, in. and then there's all like the (laughs) the lesser known flavors there's like a million different flavors gatorade how the fuck are we a fashion when's the last time you had a gatorade uh i was sick i was throwing up so i bought a gatorade when was this? Uh, a couple months ago, I think. Okay. I don't think I've had one this year. No, me either. Uh, no, uh, it was back in February or March for me. Okay. so Oh, I was hungover as well. That's why I had it. Ah, the electrolytes. Um, yeah. I think the last time I had one was after playing tennis up at MSU with my roommates. Interesting. Why? Just to recover? Like we deal? just... I remember we would just go get Gatorades after we played. It was just kind of like a weird unspoken tradition. And I would always get lemon, lime, or orange. Okay. But anyways, that's a lot of Gatorade talk for one fashion podcast. Yeah, shout out to Walkie Slush. Uh, Larby X Dali, thank you for liking my pick on John Flip and commenting. Go to My my username is Saul, S-O-L. Wow. Soon to be his actual name, just Saul. Yeah, the artist formerly known as Saul. You've already got the username you need on IG. I think if I went if I went one name, I would go Solomon. It's it's so much more like, yeah. Uh, But Larby asks, "What is something you feel like will become a major trend soon?" I think flared pants are going to hit the main line next summer. Mm, They're going to have that airflow after the winter. They're going to have that airflow. Well, that's like spring going in. I think they'll be starting to be worn in spring. They're going to hit big stride in summer. Festival season, flared pants everywhere. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, and then, 
Yeah, I think dunks are on their way down. Who knows what the next trendy shoe is going to be? NMDs. Yo, watch NMDs. They're coming back, back, man. They're coming watch back. Them. Just watch. I'm here for it. You know, if that's if that's the way things are going, I will sit back and watch and enjoy. The Pharrell human races are going to come back in a huge way. All 900 pairs of Pharrells coming out this week. <laughs> that was insane. Good for Pharrell for securing the absolute bag. Um, you got the bagioli. For sure. Okay, next question. This one comes from Jack.Grath. G-R-A-T-H. Thoughts on Balenciaga Fall 21. I think the metal pants are sick. Um, I haven't looked that much. I should. It's, it's um, like suits of armor. Um, yeah. They they ripped off our, our boy Arnold Putra. He wore <laughs> a suit of armor to the Vetmont runway show. And I believe spoke with Demna there. I would speak with Demna. Or I think Demna would speak with me if I was in a suit of armor. Yeah. Oh, I, they may have been friends before or something. Um, but, it, you know, God, Arnold did it first. Demna. God damn. Arnold did it first. Be, Arnold, if Arnold you're listening, come on the pod. Come on the pod. We've uh, we've been in the DMs with the man. We have been in the DMs. Uh, hopefully, hopefully something comes through. with that. But uh, yeah. we can only hope that we can. Next question. Oh, uh, very solid collection. Uh, Dalton yeah. J. Hunt asks: In a time of ever flopping between sneakers and boots, is either the right choice anymore? That's all weather dependent for me. Um, well, say that's dependent uh, on you. Like, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of like when I think boots, I think like mm-hmm. winter boots. Okay. But if we're talking like heeled cowboy boots or like fancy high fashion boots, that's a tough one. Um, it kind of depends. That's a day to day for me. Like what I'm feeling, if I'm feeling like dressing up or dressing down, that will dictate sneakers v boots. I don't know if either yeah. is ever the right choice. Um, reject footwear, embrace Crocs. Oh, God. <laughs> That'd be cool. Everybody just rocking Crocs. Everybody just rocking Crocs. Chilling Croc out. Rocking. No, one can, no one can go too fast. Well, I guess you can put them in sport mode. But, uh, <laughs> Four-wheel drive. <laughs> if, you, if you have them up, then everyone's just walking around. No one's running around. Everyone's relaxed. Everyone's eat, eating their cracks when they're done with them. Totally forgot you can eat them. It's still up in the air. Do not eat your crocs if you're listening to this podcast. We don't endorse that. We do Although, not endorse eating your, your crocs, crocs, but your I heard crocs, it was possible. Know. Eat your crocs, let us know. No, don't do that. Um, okay, next question comes from friend of the pod, Walt underscore TF, who actually just started his own podcast. I gave it a listen. It's really good. Um, this podcast is called. What is, yes, tell us. It's called Piece by Piece. It is P E A C E B Y P I E C E. Interesting. Um, okay. Piece by piece. Um, they talk about basically attaining peace by, or like self peace through music, like a piece of music, fashion, a piece of art. Um, really, really good podcast. Very well spoken. Uh, two hosts, kind of like this one. Whoa. And, uh, 
whoa. That's about the only similarity. Uh, I listened to an episode and uh, it was really, really well done, which is probably why that's the only similarity with our podcast that they have two hosts because ours is not well done. But shout out Walt, you know, um, thank you for continuing to rock with us now that you have your own podcast. So Walt's question, Trump refuses to leave and there's a rock and coup. What fit are you wearing to the coup to kick him out? Suit of armor, Balenciaga metal pants. A comically large boot to, to like <laughs> kick him out. It doesn't hurt him. It just like bounces him like a trampoline out of the out of the doorway i don't know hey trump hey trump i got something for you and it's just a box it's a box with a punching bag in it like <laughs> fucking looney tunes spring-loaded boot or something comical kicking out this is all you know we don't want anyone getting hurt it's like just a soft push out hey hey trump i made you a sandwich guess what's in it knuckle <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> But Coop that yeah, just one I mean, just rocking some overalls and a big comical boot. <laughs> one boot? Ah, uh, maybe just one. Okay. <laughs> Getting real weird with it. Um but great question. Maybe less great answer from me. Can I uh can I do confession time? Or not even like reminiscence time? Yeah, let's reminisce. Okay, there was this there I don't know if anybody remembers this, but bear with me. There was this 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 website called Vat Nineteen when I was a kid. Oh, isn't that like sell... Think Geek? Like they had a bunch yeah, of exactly. cool science toys pretty much. Yeah, yes, exactly. So they had this thing, they had this ad for a, a beer boot. I, keep in mind, I could not drink, but they made like a DOS ad. boot. Yes, it was a DOS boot. That's that's all it was. And I, I don't know why they made a song for it, and I to this day can still do the entire song. I, it's incredible. It's called Das Boot. That might be my song of the week, the Vat Nineteen <laughs> Das Boot song. Banger! Oh my god, go listen. Give it a listen. I might have to give it a listen, and then hear John, your it's, rendition. It's such a banger. I drink. Um, from, I drink the beer from the glass, but that's boring. Das Boot. Oh yeah, it's 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 a banger. It's an absolute we have banger. two miniature Das Boots in in my home, like single drink size das boots can like maybe do, 12 ounces can you drink from it correctly where it does the plunk where it sprays that it doesn't plunk oh yeah you just drink from it sideways and it doesn't plunk okay um but shout out to badlands chugs the legend of the yo one of the best legend. channels on youtube agreed um, Badlands Chugs, absolute goat. One time, the YouTube algorithm on my homepage gave me a like spotlight on Badlands Chugs, and I was never so proud. Like, I was just like so honored that they're like, "Yeah, this guy's watching enough Badlands Chugs where we're going to show him <laughs> his entire recommended page." The entire it, it was a spotlight. It was like more from Badlands Chugs, and it was like Yo, ten videos. Let's go! I was. It was a huge honor. I've Badlands perhaps Chugs never been great. more honored and proud in my life i'd love to have him on the pod he's amazing very, very he's fun. an amazing person i would do a chug with him live on the pod i would too would we burp with him of course it's all that part dude, of the, the loudest burps i've ever heard in my life blows my mind i i don't know how that man's like intestinal tract is <laughs> stable with those burps good lord yes 
man. Um, wow. Shout out to Badlands Chugs. Please Big come shout on the podcast. Big shout out to Badlands Chugs. God, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Badlands Chugs. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Shifted into Badlands Chugs mode. If you could go back in time and give someone a hug, who would it be? Raymond Johnson Jensen. Uh, I'm going to cheat it and do two people. I would do both of my grandfathers because they have both Aww. since passed away. I that's super sweet. Thank you. Who would you pick, Saul? Um, damn, I'm trying to think. Uh, I was gonna give like a funny answer, but I feel like I have to give a serious one. I haven't lost any relatives. Uh, my dog, maybe my my old dog named Andre, who my dad put down without my knowledge. Was he named after Andre Three Thousand? Andre the Giant, actually. Oh, old that's cool. Princess that's pretty cool yeah. too. Princess um, Bride, goaded film. That is a goaded film. I still, I need to rewatch that. Great I haven't movie. seen it in a couple of years, but oh my gosh. Yeah. That what holds is it? up. My name is Indigo greatest. Matoya. You killed my father. My father prepared, prepared to, die. to die. Yeah. Great movie. Um, mm-hmm. If I had to go back in time and give somebody a hug. Um, I don't know, like Genghis Khan. I don't know. I, I feel like that'd be a pretty sick hug. I'd, I'd go up and Maybe I'd go, you'd... dad, and hug him. <laughs> Continuing in our fashion podcast, uh, this question comes from J-A-L underscore nine. Is there ever an acceptable occasion to wear V-Lon? Um, to your own funeral. I don't want to wear V-Lon to my own funeral. Yo, I want to wear I got, I got a place you can wear good V-Lon. clothes. One final fit. The eternal fit. Bozo. You want to you be buried in V-Lon? Yo, every, every living alone, creative dies alone. I live alone. I die alone. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I don't know. Vlone sucks. To me, there is no acceptable V-Lone. occasion to wear Vlone. I don't know. To the, uh, I have no the idea. The bad outfit club. Basically. <laughs> Final question, Saul. Bring it home. Final question. Max dot. Sunsbo, S-U-N-D-S-B-O. Sunsbo. Is Arcturix burned out after collaborating with Palace? No. Yeah, that's not how burnout works. No, I think that's cool. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that that collab came out or was announced on the same day as the North Face uh, Supreme collab and definitely won the battle of the two, I would say. Although the North Face Supreme collab was pretty sick. Uh, faux fur, I think the green one is awesome. And if I could send a pair or send one of them to anyone, I would send a, one of the jackets to Young Def for sure. He would get a crazy fit off in the faux what about fur me, John? Supreme North Face Puffa. So I don't know what you wear that with. Um, I don't know. The swag. Exactly. Um, Young Def has like giant pants and Bapes does with anime girls on them. That is true. He does have those. Epic. Very epic. Maybe yeah. if I if I got a second one, I'd send it your way though. Okay. Baby, won't you come my way? I got Shout a out to Fetty Wap, man. A, uh, banger of a DSR headline in the works for Ooh, the... Um... I'm excited. Did you see it? Maybe. Was the it, one about the, oh, the one you, North Face? The one you posted there's, today? There's like, there's like oh, I thought I came out with today. I was, I was going. Is it in the Slack today. or did you post it? It's in the Slack. Yeah. Okay, I haven't been on the Slack today. 
You got to check this flag. Anyways, Saul and I are having personal conversations. Bonkers. Uh, We have finished our questions from from the audience today, uh, from both of our our Discord and our Instagram audience. Thank you, everybody, so much for taking the time to write questions for us because, you know, that is a humongously fun part of our week is uh, answering the questions that we get on the pod. And we're very appreciative. And uh, we thank everybody for for rocking with us and uh, allowing us to continue having fun with this great podcast. Or great Keep in our on minds. rocking in the free world. Shout dude, out to Nardwar. Really Come on the pod. Yeah, I, I want Nardwar on the pod so badly. You have no idea. That'd be insane. Uh, Saul, be. let's continue this podcast. Closing ceremonies time. Song of the week. Let's go. I would say the Vat 19 song, but I checked. It's not on Spotify. It's, it's such a banger. Um, so guess what I'm doing, John? Recommending more house music. What? Um, not um, the Grinch song? The 100 Gex Christmas song? No, I still haven't listened to it, sadly. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? No, I'll, I'll switch it up. Um, can I do two? I'm between two. By all means. Okay, number one, Rusted Roots, Send Me On My Way. Reminds me of uh, Cheaper by the Dozen, Banger. Second one is by a uh, group called Parcels. They're really good, and they sound great live. They have a couple of live live albums, excuse me, I can't talk, on their their Spotify um, that are absolutely worth checking out. Nice. Um, I'll have to check them out. It's – how would I compare? What would I compare it to? Um, I don't know. However, their song – it's all one word, so just keep that in mind. It's called Tied Up Right Now. Okay. Um, like Woke so, Up Like This. Exactly. Um, Does it yeah, have an asterisk really, at the end? I wish. God, could you That'd imagine? It could be great. Playboy Cardi um, type beat. <laughs> parcels. Playboy Cardi. At, what? God damn it. What is the uh, – it's – uh, I'm trying to remember all of the like it's Playboy Cardi X Trap X whatever type beat. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to remember. Whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, go check out Tied Up right now. Really good song. Very nice band. I think they're all nice guys. I, I hope they are. God forbid they're not. And I've just like endorsed a terrible group of people. I don't <laughs> think I have. Um, I don't know. John, song of the week? Song of the week. Uh, I'm endorsing a great guy this week, and that guy is Blade. Um, Blade concert coming up soon on the 10th. I believe it's 1 p.m. Eastern time. It's a virtual concert. I'll be there. I don't know if there'll be a chat box or anything, but uh, if you're there, shout out <laughs> the Pair of Kings podcast. Go spam poggers in the blade. <laughs> I'm sure that will already be happening outside Yikes. of this podcast existing. But this is actually a, a blade throwback. This is from okay. his album Ever Since. And the song is called Romeo. It's a classic. Um, I've pretty much been listening exclusively to Blade since getting my Spotify wrapped because I'm determined to be at least top 1%, if not more, uh, for for the year 2021. Blade was my number one artist of 2020, but I was only top 3%, which uh, I got to get those numbers up. It's kind of low, not going to lie. Yeah, I know. That is, uh, I'm a little, little embarrassed that I was only 3%. Yo, I'm going to, if you ever get to the 1%, I'm going to eat you. Eat the rich. Okay. I'll take it. Um, shout out to the person who listened to 290,000 minutes of BTS 
Um, they got top 0.0001%. They listened to, I think, 212 days of BTS. So that had to be every waking be, moment. No, no, they, they must have a computer where they're just playing BTS. I, I, I feel like it, that. but also it, I feel like with, if it's going to happen with any group, it's going to happen with BTS. You're not wrong. Shout out BTS. I've been listening to Dynamite a lot. Dynamite's a good song. Also, John, do I cop right now Impulse by Beauty Beast suit in my size? Um, gosh, send me a picture of the suit. Okay, hold on. As we're doing guests of the week. Um, but As we were doing guests of the week. Folks, if you would like to find our Spotify playlist, mosey on down to Spotify and search Bear of Kings, you will find our podcast. Maybe listen to an episode or two. It's pretty good. And then uh, check out the playlist. We update it bi-weekly. Our guests update it once a week. It's a really cool place to uh, to discover some new tunes. And uh, we both enjoy it quite a bit. Saul, so, time for guests of the week. Um, also, the suit is really cool. I like the stripes. And I think that both the jacket and pants could be worn separately as well. That's what I'm thinking. Like if you wore those pants with just like a plain black t-shirt, I think that would look really cool. And like some mm. white ASICs, like your GMBH ASICs, I think that would look really yeah, cool. Yeah, maybe. Um, we'll see. So here's what I'm thinking, John. Here's what you think. There is a consultant for, you know what? Oh, God damn it. I, I'm really struggling here. That's okay. Guest of the week kind of gets us sometimes. It does. Um, Cause I've, I've, Okay, I would like to have on the pod, um, there is a group um, on Instagram called Community, but it's like knitty, uh, okay. like like they're knitting. Do you, do you oh, get it or yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and they put people in contact with, or they, I think they like showcase knitters and things like that. Um, you know, like, like, like fashion people, basically. It's, it's mm. really cool. Um, they have had a lot of independent designers on, but there are a couple that I've seen and really liked. I wanted to shout out community because they have introduced me to these people. One, Twiggy Moore. Um, they look very cool. Um, their brand. Two is, wait, where is it? Sorry, I'm scrolling down because I have these saved and now I have to find them. Um, Mala Studio. I think they only do women's wear. Okay. Um, which is a little bit disappointing. And hold on, the third one I'm scrolling down is, wait, I can't find it right now. John, you want to do your guest of the week? I'm not going to take too much time on yeah. trying to find um, things in I my think Instagram save. after doing my write-up on Kiko, I'm going to go with Kiko Kostanov. I think it'd be really interesting to kind of sit down with him, especially after learning as much as I have in the last couple of days about him uh, and just kind of pick his brain and learn maybe some more inspirations behind his different collections, maybe learn about why he chose to work with ASICs, maybe instead of a different brand and kind of what, what fashion means to him. Cause I mean, we've seen what he's put out into the world, but maybe what, why he put the things out that he has. So Kiko, if you're listening, uh, first of all, Saul is very sorry about the bowling shoe joke. (laughs) Secondly, uh, please come on our podcast. We would I love to speak That was you. really funny. Come that on. was hilarious. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Um, designer bowling <laughs> shoes. When? Yo, why has Prada not done them? The that is them. really surprising because Prada does bowling bags. They too. do the bowling shirts and the yep. bags. And the, the bowling fuck? bags, bowling shirts. I didn't even think of the bowling shirts. And those are like my favorite Prada pieces. But um, man, let's get designer bowling shoes. Let's make that a thing. I have an idea before we go. Okay. For our next rep haul, John and I buy reps. We've been open about this. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it. I have a few of them. Have a discourse. Um, I got tabby boots. Um, I think cool. I'm going to get real ones because the, the fake ones feel a little bit thin. Okay. Um, so but that... I just want them to have zippers. Oh, the... they don't have zippers. Are, they, weird, are they like clasps? Cool. That's how most of them it's, are. I'll show you. It's like That's a, the traditional like a, tabby yeah, boot. Yeah, it's like a tooth buckle. hook. I don't yeah. think the Margiela ones have zippers. Yeah. They have those ones. Um, who knows? Anyway, Anyways. next rep, Paul, we each pick one item for the other on a pre-agreed price, and we buy it blind. Well, I can't do that because I always go through you. <laughs> I could close my eyes or give you my login. Okay. That'd be really fun, though. I'd like that. Yeah. Okay. And I hope um, you enjoy your Travis Scott Jordan one flip-flops. Please, please don't. Oh, those are, I, I would rock those. Those are big heaters. Those are huge heaters. Anyway, that was a podcast. That was heater. a great pod. I, well, I hope, I hope everyone listening thinks it was a great pod. That was I like had a two, lot of and, two and 20 minutes. That flew. Hour 49, actually. Damn. Wait, what? We, we talked a lot before we started recording. Oh, we did. We, yeah. we did have stuff to talk about. Anyway, thank you so much to everybody for joining us. Really does. Yes. Thank excuse you. Excuse me as I hiccup. Really does mean a lot. You would come chop it up with us either in Discord or on the Instagram. Interact with our stuff. Follow our Instagram. Follow our TikTok. Follow our Twitter. Follow our renegade band of misfits as we navigate through the American Southwest. Wow. Um, we're Oregon trailing this bitch. Let's anyway, go. thank you so much to everybody for joining. Um, I'm Saul Thompson on Instagram at Saul Thompson, joined every week by my wonderful co host. I'm John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. I realized we were supposed to say that at the beginning of the podcast, but yeah, here fine. we are. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, but. John and I together are a pair of games podcast. We're bringing you twice a week, every week for the foreseeable future. Business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Have a great one, everybody. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. We will talk to you soon.